It is no secret that when you get married, relationships with other people change. And that's okay. It's good. (laughs) But today we want to talk about that in the context of the relationships you have with your parents or maybe not your biological parents, but whoever it was that raised you. The title of this episode today is called Leaving Your Parents' House. And maybe it doesn't necessarily apply to everyone that they went just, you know, from their parents' physical home in with their spouse. Maybe they, maybe you were already living on your own or you were a little older when you got married. Whatever that looks like. We just want to talk today about what it looks like when that relationship changes and how to honor your parents in the midst of it. Because this is going to be a transition That's going to be hard for everyone in a sense, but it is going to be hard for your parents to make that transition too. So we just want to encourage you today with some advice and the word and let you know this is a good season and how to do that honorably. So stick around. Welcome to Gracefully Growing Together. We are your hosts, Christian and Samantha, and we are so excited to have you with us while we journey through this thing we call marriage. We are a Christ-centered relationship podcast. We have seen some things, heard some things, and are still growing through some things. So kick back, grab your favorite cup of coffee, and join us for some real talk while we gracefully grow together. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Freedom! Um, (laughs) Sorry, that is like a terrible, terrible Braveheart impersonation. (laughs) Uh, The kids are sleeping, so I probably shouldn't scream too loud. (laughs) By the way, that was Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Yeah. (laughs) And that was, again, William Wallace, Braveheart, played by Mel Gibson. No, kidding. no um, freedom, right? Like, I, first thing I think about when I think about leaving my mom and dad's house is freedom. I can eat what I want whenever I want to eat it. If I want to eat ice cream and donuts at 2 a.m., I'll go out and get me some ice cream and donuts at 2 a.m. Where would that, where we will get them at? I don't know. But we're going to get some. Yeah, yeah. Truthfully, though, probably wouldn't be too long before you realize why that's not a good idea. Oh, no, it's a good idea until you hit your 30s <laughs> and you're like, uh, you know, there's this thing called acid reflux. We, mm. Yeah, we don't want to deal with that. You Or you feel it in every part of your body. All right. Like, this is how you know when you're getting old is when you <laughs> eat ice cream and the next day you wake up sore. It's like, what's wrong? Oh, my joints are sore. I got an inflammation. And then you have a moment where you realize, man, my parents were right about this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there was some wisdom in that after all. Right. So on today's episode, (laughs) we want to talk about what does it look like for someone to leave their mother and father in an honorable way? Now, I do realize that maybe this doesn't apply necessarily physically. Like maybe you've already lived on your own independently before getting married. So it's not maybe you're not directly going from your parents' physical home to the home with your spouse, like, with you. Yeah, with me. I was a mama's and daddy's boy. I was <laughs> stayed with my mother and father until I got married. But this is still, like, the principle of what does it look like whenever you leave their house, in a sense, when you leave that covering um, 
and you begin a life with your spouse yeah. and you become a family with your spouse because that's the thing it's um you know a lot of times you'll hear people say oh well i gained another fa- uh, daughter i gained another son we gained another um, person to our family and it's actually no you lost someone from your family um it's not as a grandparent i have my kids and their kids as part of my like yes in a sense yes. they're part of your family but they are in their sense their own family like the family technically gets it gets bigger but it's no longer your immediate family I know that sounds hard for a lot of people, but like that when you leave your mother and father, it's not just physically leaving a place, but it's spiritually and and emotionally and all these areas saying, I love you. I am no longer dependent on you. I am now one with my own spouse and we are starting our family. And now we would love for your, your advice, your wisdom, your help. But at this point, we are no longer depending. Like, when you get married, you should no longer be dependent on your parents. Mm -hmm. And I know that's kind of hard. And look, I'm not talking about rough patches. You know, if you, um, something major comes up and you need to, you know, finances are tight, you got to move in with mom and dad. That's cool. Um, I'm not going to downplay that. But what I'm talking about, though, is um, mom and dad should not be paying your phone bill. And they shouldn't be making all the decisions for your marriage. Right? Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's okay to listen to wisdom, to seek wisdom, but they shouldn't be making all of those decisions for your marriage and you just taking it and running with it. Let me go ahead and reframe that another way. They should not be running your family. Mm -hmm. It's your family as a husband and wife. You guys make the calls and decisions. If you, you, you seek wisdom... If you, you know, if what they say is wise and it's biblical, put it to work. If it's not, hey, I love you. Uh, This just isn't a fit for us. Yeah. And so we do want to talk about, you know, what does it look like again to honor our mother and father? Like that's scripture. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, commands us. It's not even a suggestion. The Bible commands us to honor our mother and father. And this commandment never changes. It's not just something we are to do when children, but it, we do it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Like, it's a great verse, you know, we tell little kids, you know, honor your mother and father. Yeah, but when you're in your 30s, honor your mother and father. When you're in your 40s, 50s, honor your mother and father. That that never stops. Yeah. Sam's opening the Bible. I'm opening what? the Bible. Well, because I want to read. I want to read it word for word on this scripture. Right. Um, Ephesians 6, 2. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Um, but it is like, it doesn't say, you know, it doesn't end. It it doesn't end when you hit your adulthood. Yeah. Like you're still to honor them. Now, maybe you don't necessarily obey. Like verse one says, children obey your parents. You know, I believe, hold on, let me see. Yeah, children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. So when you're children, there's obedience. Yeah. As you grow, there's honor. And mm, not that good. not that you don't well, it's just different. The roles change because you become adults. And so they're still honoring. You don't have to necessarily obey their every again, they're not gonna run your family, but you still have to honor them. And so what does it look like 
Like, what do you, what does that look like for you when we say honor your parents within, within the context of your own marriage and your own family? What does it look like to honor them? I think the first thing, even, um, just for anything, honor, the first thing that always comes to mind is to not complain and to not bad mouth. Yeah. Um, I think it's way too often and I've been guilty of this myself. Sorry, mom and dad. I love you guys. (laughs) But... I've been guilty of this too, where it's easy to say, well, I'm never going to do that. My my mom or my dad did this and I'm never going to do that. Cause, and it's one thing to talk to your partner about that. Yeah, in and, a safe... In, a, in just, it's you and them. Mm-hmm. And like, if I'm talking to Sam, like, hey, look, this happened when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to do to make sure this doesn't happen to our girls or hey I was allowed to do a few things that I wasn't supposed to be allowed to do as a kid yeah I want to make sure our girls don't have that option mm-hmm. you know and so we we converse now I'm not going to you know we converse privately uh, now I'm not going to go to a small group and say my daddy let me do this and my mama let me do that or my dad and then just start bad mouthing him because th- that's dishonor like love love covers a multitude of sins like i'm not gonna sit there and just expose my mom and dad can you imagine like even now like we have a six-year-old if she just exposed everything yeah like not that we have a ton to hide to begin with but just like every little thing you know Mm -hmm. like to like because kids see everything yeah i'll never forget i was at a church service i was a children's pastor at the time and uh, someone was late it was a couple and the wife is saying, you know, well, we're late because, you know, so-and-so got up late. And she's talking about her husband, you know, Mr. Hubby got up late and he was taking, you know, so long. Uh, we were all ready and her daughter said, uh-uh, mommy, all of us were ready. You just kept trying on different dresses to see which one you liked. <laughs> and she, man, that lady blushed red and she got kind of quiet. And I, I'm kind of laughing, right? Because this is a kid in their ignorance, mm-hmm. just, you know, letting it all out. Yeah. Like, and if you want to know the tea, go work in children's <laughs> ministry. They will, <laughs> them kids will tell you everything. But no, like in, in all seriousness, though, adults do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, there's, I think there's a difference between picking because it's a state of your heart, right? Because when you're like in dishonor, you are there's bitterness and resentment, and yeah. the, and your words are filled with bitterness. They're not, you know, it's that I'm playing, but I'm not really playing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one. It's just uh, not complaining or just bashing your parents. Yeah, because I think, especially for us, having become parents and walking through that ourselves, seeing our own like faults you know and like learning through just learning the process of becoming a parent and and you know the beautiful journey of it and being able like for us we've made mistakes with our kids and we've apologized to them for it you know um I think it's helped me to realize that in those areas where maybe I thought my parents were absolutely wrong or you know Um, Maybe I was upset at them for something that they did when I was younger. Like, I'm able now to look back and be like, you know what? Parenting is hard. Really? (laughs) No. But to have grace for them. You're going to scare off the people who aren't parents yet. (laughs) But I think it's helped me to have grace for them. I know for sure. And to not, like, filter my view of them now 
through maybe mistakes that they made because they were younger too and trying to figure it out. Oh, and then it makes you, and this would go alongside honors, gratitude yeah. and thankfulness. Like mm-hmm. I am so thankful for what my parents did. Now, again, I can sit here and say, well, my dad did this, my mom did that and point out the flaws, but I can also point out all of the great things they yeah. did. Like my dad, we went and played basketball all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, now for those who don't know, my parents are divorced. So I'm even more thankful, not that they were divorced, but that they even put in the effort. Because as a, someone who's married, sometimes it's hard to want to just get up and take the kids swimming. Mm-hmm. Just being real, like sometimes it's hard. Like my mom, as a single mom, would take all of us, drive to uh, New Bronzeville, and we'll have a day at Slitterbond with me, my brother. And then my baby sister when she got older. And I'm like, dude, like as a single mom to drive two and a half hours, like at four in the morning so we can be the first ones there. Mm -hmm. And to drive back home that night, like after it closed and like we don't get home till midnight. I'm like, dude, like that is phenomenal. Yeah. And like most people can't even take their kids to the park for five minutes. And she took us two and a half hours to New Bronzeville. And, like, we went pretty often. It wasn't just, like, a one-time thing. Like, we did that, like, throughout the whole summer. It was, like, every other weekend we were going. Now, that's not to, like, dump on anyone, but it that encourages me as as a father and as a husband. If my mom, who was a single mom, did all of that, like, I should have it. Why can't I? You know what I mean? Like, with our girls, like, there's no excuse. Same thing with my dad. He would... He would he would work and then he would also he would have more than one job when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and I realized like dude I just work one job and I'm tired, yeah. you know I work one job and I'm a full time student like still not even the same like he worked two different jobs, and he would still make time to play basketball with us or throw the football around or spend time with us. Yeah, it's it's really eye opening to look back. Right on you know, life as a kid and look at your parents and what they, the sacrifices that they make and the things that they did. Right. And like, it I helps you to have, food. yeah. <laughs> like but, you think of, no, think about that. Like mm-hmm. mom's putting meals, like yes. well, you're, cause we're starting to get to the point where we're putting meals together, mm-hmm. right? Every day of the week. Every day. Dude, your mom did that for decades. Yeah. And she, you know, she chose to be a stay-at-home mom and homeschool us when we were younger, oh, three of us. I, I don't know if I have the patience for that. But I, I, I know, like, it's not, it's not easy, but I think back and I remember, like, she did all that, and I remember her making, like, homemade pizzas. Now, now, I know that a lot of that was probably a financial thing. Some struggle meals, right? But, hey, those know, are the best meals, she, man. Yeah, but she put, like, she made homemade meals every day and I'm just so grateful because I know how much it takes how much time it takes and as I have memories of that as a kid that will stay with me forever the things that we did together because she chose to be home with us like that was a sacrifice she made she didn't have to make it and being a mom of three right now like I know how hard it is to have three little ones and I have so much more gratitude for her knowing that she chose to do that she didn't have to you know um so I think it just helps to honor your parents in that way looking back and and thinking of all the good things that they did for you I think another aspect of honor is just we kind of hint on it a little bit but choosing to forgive yeah and it's just you know 
forgive them for the parents they were. I mean, like I one thing I always remind myself is my parents were in their I believe early thirties, late twenties when they got divorced. And I think my mom was in her late twenties. My dad was in his early thirties. I think my dad just lost his mom maybe a few years ago. Mm, like at, at that time. Like maybe two or three years before that happened. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, man, like, I can't imagine being in my early thirties, even if it's a couple of years ago. It's still hard to deal with loss, and then, then like the loss of your family, like, and yet he was still there. Mm-hmm. Like, he still made himself available to us now. And same thing with my mom. Like, I can't imagine what it must have been like to have, to, to live through that. And, but anyways, that being said, again, like, I don't hold them, like, I don't hold it against them. Yeah. For what they said or or for being human and having human moments at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't hold it against my mom for the things that she couldn't do for us. And my dad for the time he couldn't spend with us because he had to work multiple jobs and my mom had to work all the time too like there's no animosity there's no bitterness or anger there it's literally i i just i i made this decision a long time ago like i choose to forgive them Mm -hmm. and i think it's easy for us to go well you know my dad never did this for me or my mom never told me this and it's like forgive or what's even harder is when you have younger siblings and they are different parents to those younger siblings than they are to you mm-hmm. and it, and I would say choose to forgive them for that like I, for those who don't know I have a sister she's turning 15 so she's literally 16 years younger than me <laughs> and let's just keep it real like my parents or it's my dad's stop like it's my it's my half sister but she's still my sister you know, I can. I don't just do the whole half sister thing. Yeah. Like that's my sis, and she. Anyways, so my dad is in a different financial. Financially, is in a different spot mm-hmm. than when it was for me and my brother growing up. Like my sisters were born, I think, over a decade later for me and my brother. So it's like, yo, like y'all get to get, you know, mom and dad like when they got money. <laughs> like you get to get them when they're not like you know super 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 strict yeah (laughs) like i'm like yo that is like i wonder what that's like (laughs) and don't get me wrong like you should progress in those things as you get older but i i say all of that because i don't hold it against my dad i don't think he plays favorites and Mm -hmm. says i love this person more than the next it's this is all i know and this is all i have right now at this moment Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like if you have an ex-wife or an ex-husband and they're a better husband to their spouse now, I'd say you need to forgive them anyways. Yeah. If there's any bitterness, like, well, he never treated me that way or she well, never did this for me. And it's like, maybe she was they a different learned. person. Yeah. yeah, but maybe they looked back on that that didn't work out with you and they were able to be like, I don't want to take that. Yeah, into the next relationship. Into the next relationship. And so they chose to grow from that. I mean, maybe. Yeah. But it's easy, I think, um, when you think about the shortcomings of someone Mm -hmm. to also from that place not want to hear any wisdom from them right so um we kind of want to talk about not forsaking wisdom from our parents from those in you know or that had that role in our life whether it be your biological parent your grandparent that raised you you know um because it's i think it's easy to just dismiss someone oh well you don't know what you're talking about right no absolutely or 
that and it's in our nature to rebel mm-hmm. like in our sin nature right like yeah. we've been given new new natures you know according to scripture like divine natures or anyways i'll that's a whole nother subject and a lot of theological uh conversation but naturally our flesh wants to rebel we want to do all the things we were told we couldn't do mm-hmm. once we get out of the house yeah. Like, oh, I couldn't watch a rated R movie. Best bet, I'm watching every rated R movie I can get my hands on. <laughs> oh, I couldn't drink in the house. I'm about to get tipsy. No, I'm joking. But that's kind of people's nature. Like, you yeah. see, like, all you have to do is look at kids going off to college. Mm-hmm. Their freshman and sophomore year. Like, enough said, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing that I'm reminded of is in scripture is um, King Solomon's son, Rehoboam. Right and Rehoboam, at you know some context here is, he takes over the throne, and the you know some the some of the tribes of Israel come up to him. It's the northern tribes, and they they tell him you know hey, um, pretty much and you know King Solomon was taxing them. They want to break. They're like hey we've been working, we've been taxed, we've been kind of carrying the load here. Can we get a break? And the elders, the elder advisors, you know, they advised Rehoboam. These were Solomon's advisors. Hey, um, if you show them mercy, they will devote themselves to you. They will be loyal to you if you just kind of lighten the load. Like, they'll, they, they will love you for it. And then, you know, he decides to talk to his friends, his peers that, that were his age, his advisors. And, you know, they said, oh, well, you need to show, you need to rule with an iron fist. You need to show them that you're not a pushover. And his response was, my little finger, so my pinky finger is thicker than my father's waist. Yeah. And next thing you know, there is a civil war happening and Israel is split. Now you have two countries, Israel and Judah. And I say all of that because it is easy to dismiss the wisdom of our parents, right? And just be like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, science says this. And it's funny because science changes every 10 <laughs> to 15 years. <laughs> they discover something new. Or... Oh, no, I, I'm thinking health and fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it used to be you drink a raw egg <laughs> to get some protein in and all this stuff. Anyways, that's a... I say all that because I see that too many times with young men and women. It's... They want to forsake their parents' wisdom and like, nah, like, that's too old school. Yeah. I ain't going to do that. And the reality is it's no, like, there's life in a lot of the things they have to teach us. Again, take it to scripture. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of scripture, Sam's opening (laughs) one up right now. I'm waiting to see what she's about to read. Um, No, I I was just like, there are so many scriptures in Proverbs about wisdom, right? With yeah. Proverbs is the book of wisdom. But there were a few scriptures that came to mind, and um, I was trying to find them. So I'm going to share a couple of them with you um, while we're talking about not forsaking wisdom and, and allowing allowing people, your parents, you know, those in authority. To advise. To advise you. Yeah. Um, this scripture right here, it's Proverbs 26, verse 12. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Oh, we're snap. like we are to remain teachable. So don't ever think. And there's more. There's another place in scripture where it talks about this too. But like, don't ever think that you know it all, <laughs> because you don't. And the moment you think you do, 
you're going to find out really quickly that you don't. Absolutely. Um, and then there's another one. Um, and this one really hit me the other day when I was reading because I've actually, I, I feel like I've seen this scripture kind of play out with some people in my life. Um, but this is how there's so much importance on how we speak of, of our parents and yeah. how we honor them, how we're told to honor them. Um, Proverbs twenty twenty says, whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. So like we have to be careful to, you know, like we're told to honor, but also like we're instructed very clearly here. Like we are not to curse them. Yeah. You know, and, and love, love covers, love covers, yeah. you know, it should cover them. And I, I kind of want to address something real quick. If you are someone and you are thinking of something tragic or illegal, yeah, please understand this is not what we're talking about. We're not talking about holding people accountable. Uh, we're not talking about any of that. What we are discussing is just people being human and having mm-hmm. human moments. Yeah, definitely. You know, like for an example, if your parents cuss someone out, you don't need to tell everyone, well, yeah, my parents had a bad mouth for like the first, you know. Yeah. Something that would embarrass your mom and dad possibly. Like now, if if it's like, well, you know, mom killed somebody and dad buried the body, well, you probably need to go tell the cops. <laughs> probably don't. Well, I don't know, man. I I don't. I'm just gonna shut up right there. I, all I'm gonna say is, uh, nothing. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> That's a smart thing to do right now. Well, That's wisdom. Thanks for clarifying that, because what we're talking about is the general, like, I would say normal mistakes of of your parents, yeah, and- not necessarily like abuse or well and how would even even say like there's a difference between just telling everyone in their mom you know what i mean Mm -hmm. everyone about like and i'm not saying to hide abuse what i'm talking about is like let's say if you know there was something that my parents did that i strongly disagree with and it's still happening Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go have a conversation with them right And, and just tell them look i love you um i honor you and i respect you this what you're like what's being said what you're doing like i love you but i will not allow this in my children's lives yeah and like let's say if your parents have a drug issue right like your parents they uh, might be a pill popper they might have some you know be an alcoholic or something you know so because this is real life right Mm -hmm. like this happens or you know they do some other drug right like they're getting high on something or whatever like I would be up front, like, to have a conversation with them in honor and love. Like, Mom, Dad, I love you. Um, you're never going to have my kids alone. Because yeah. Until this is taken care of and I can trust you. If I can't trust my children to be around you while you're not high, and, and, and I, you know, if you can't be sober around my kids, I love you, but you won't be a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Not in that, not physically at least. Or not without, you know moments of me with you and if I have any kind of inkling that you're not sober during that moment I'm leaving right and and so I'm not I'm not talking about situations like that but that does need to be addressed as well yeah it does because it's okay it's it's you need to set boundaries right when it comes like that and we go into that in a little little bit later and then other episodes but no, for sure, because I don't want to. I don't want someone to sit there and say, "Oh, well, we just need to enable our parents to do something." No. That's not what we're saying. No. Um, but we do. I do want to talk about this because this is a reality for a lot of people. Yeah. 
you know um so we'll leave it at that when it comes to like just addressing things with your parents uh, another scripture you know since sam read some scriptures i figured i can at least read one <laughs> uh, my son hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck now can i say i don't think that this chain means like like a like a like a solid gold cuban link well, I mean, maybe. Down, right? But it's more like jewelry versus, like, chains of, like, oh, imprisonment and bondage. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Well, you, earlier, and kind of circling back, you said a fool who thinks they're wise in their mm-hmm. own eyes. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, what someone who thinks they're wise in their own eyes, a fool has better luck. Or, they're like, they're worse off than a fool, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so let me go ahead and say this. I remember when we were married thinking okay we got this parenting thing down <laughs> like before we had kids uh-huh. I mean, oh I, we I were would, the perfect parents before oh yeah we had kids. and I, <laughs> I would catch myself judging other people like oh you let your kids do that dude your kid's lying what are they seeing in your house to to lie like what do they think that's okay to lie like <laughs> kids don't know how to lie you have to teach them to lie bs that was that i call bs on that hard go go vol if you don't believe me go volunteer in a nursery anywhere in a church you'll hear the pastor's kid biting someone or lying to someone like they are born with a sinful nature you'll see it come out in the nursery yep we have a one and a half almost two year old who is very big on mine yeah and fighting and hitting already and i'm like dude like <laughs> no like we yeah. don't do that mm-hmm. she actually it's funny speaking of sin nature and like she got something the other day that she wasn't supposed to have and mm-hmm. she literally took it and ran and tried to hide in the bathroom to go eat it. Oh. Like, but she knew this is wrong. I should not be doing this. I cannot like, but yeah. it was, it was weird to see that like she's young enough. She's already trying to hide wrong. something. Well, that's, that's rebellion. Wrong. Yeah. Rebellion at the age of one. And then even, I mean, what, I forgot what age it was when kids learn to manipulate, but it's early. Where that kids they learn can, that they yeah, figure and out and a lot out. of it is they're try, they're pushing boundaries and they're trying to figure things out. Yeah. But um, but going back though about the proverbs talking about hearing the instruction of your father, and not forsaking the law of your mother. I do want to hit on this before we end. Um, we've talked about showing gratitude for your parents. Mm-hmm. We've talked about like choosing to forgive, and to honor them. Um, but also I think it's important to again in a health a normal healthy parent child situation allowing them to have a voice oh absolutely maybe not necessarily like we said like they're not going to make every decision for your married life and for your new family but when they do give advice don't just immediately throw it out no take it take meditate it. on it and yeah then compare it. that's why i'm like man take it and compare it to scripture because it might be something that's very solid mm-hmm. but needs to be tweaked yeah Right? Like, um, for an example, discipline. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe in disciplining children. Now, if someone, if, if, a, if a parent of mine came up, my parents never did this, by the way. But if my dad came to me and says, boy, you just need to go get that switch from out back and hit them girls on the, <laughs> and get them girls acting <laughs> right. I'm like, well, the truth in there is discipline. The part that I'm going to tweak is uh, I'm not sending my kids out to grab a switch. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what you I'm do. Sorry. That's your business. If you heard that yawn, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, but I'm going to call CPS on you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 
No, but you know, you're right though. Yeah, but don't just, because I think it's so easy. Like you said, like you referenced, you know, freedom. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on my own now. I can do what I want to do. I don't have to, again, going back to that scripture, like, are you wise in your own eyes? You know, don't think for a second that you know it all, but like allowing them because they have experience that you don't have. Mm-hmm. I would even say just because you are educated in a specific a specific area, not Pacific, excuse me, <laughs> just because you're educated in a specific area doesn't mean that you can't learn something from them, right? Correct. Like, because I could imagine like, you know, because we're going to seminary mm-hmm. and my, if my mom or dad calls me and they give me a spiritual principle mm-hmm. and they give me a scripture. I can't sit there and go, oh, well, you know, technically speaking, <laughs> uh, contextually this is what's going on and this is how you are misappropriating no like yeah i take it and i'm like thank you let me let me chew and let me meditate on the word let me see what you know let it bring life to me yeah and then if again like i think of grandparents like some people get mad at you know grandparents for kind of being blunt but a lot of times grandparents are they're right there yeah you know, hey, like, I'll never forget a friend. He said uh, his kid was just kind of getting into everything. And his dad was over and he was, you know, talking to his or He was talking to his dad. He's like, yeah, you know, so-and-so always keeps grabbing the remote and doing this and doing that. And oh, it's just so frustrating. Like, I'm trying to watch a movie and they keep messing with the TV and stuff. And his dad looked him in the eyes and said, well, get off your butt and go play with them. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you're spending a few hours on the TV. How much time did you play with them th- that day? Yeah. And, man, when I heard that, like, that corrected me. Mm-hmm. Or there was a situation when a friend got hurt here on the job. And I'm over here trying to give him advice on how to take advantage of the situation, you know. Yeah. You need to go ahead and you need to let them know that you're going to press legal action and blah, 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 blah. And his dad, you know, he tells his dad that and his dad responds in a christian and very biblical way Mm -hmm. something that you would actually expect an elder to respond like yeah and i remember i just started i started weeping when he told me like i i not right then and there you had to chew on it for a second i chewed on it for like 30 minutes to an hour like after they left i was i took it to the lord in prayer and i realized how wrong i was Mm -hmm. because at that point i think i texted him like hey i want to apologize thank your dad because i wanted to try to make you a ruler Mm-hmm. rather than a servant yeah i wanted you to take advantage and try to squeeze every dime you can out of someone mm-hmm. rather than choosing to love and walk in forgiveness now i'm not saying that um if something happens to you not to allow the legalities to take place and, yeah. you know and get the i would say not i don't want to say take advantage but like get the proper comfort you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you can't work because of an injury and it's you know the then you should be compensated for what you can't physically do. Correct. But I don't think you should have, you know, $2 million because you burnt your tongue on a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess that's it for this evening. Yeah, so just, again. Or morning for you guys if you're listening in the morning <laughs> or afternoon. So, again, don't forsake the wisdom of your parents, even if maybe you're not going to necessarily apply it or... Maybe you, you even disagree. Make sure that you're you are engaging with them with honor and love. Yeah. Find your words. Choosing to be thankful, mm-hmm. walking in gratitude, not holding things against them or over their head, but really walking in true forgiveness and experiencing the freedom that comes from true forgiveness. Yep. 
you know, and learn, you know, again, like let them have a voice that mm-hmm. carries weight. Let them know that they're important to you, that they're not just, uh, you're, you're now a side character in my main quest. Yes. No, let them know that they're important and, you know, we need the generations united. Yes. So anyways, we love you guys. We love you guys. Wash your mugs. Don't let them curdle up and get all nasty. I just washed a curdled up cup, by the way, man. It was a sippy cup, though. Yeah, it was. It was so <laughs> gross. I was like, she left this knowing it was nasty. <laughs> no, I think I just got busy. Anyway, okay. okay. We'll see you guys next Sorry, time. Sorry, let me cover. I don't love you, Sam. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram by searching Gracefully Growing Together Podcast and feel free to send us a DM. Our email address is listed there in the bio as well. We look forward to connecting with you. If you have any specific topic you would like to hear regarding marriage and relationships, please let us know. Until then, remember, this journey of marriage is a beautiful one and we are meant to gracefully grow together.